welcome to Call a Creative, a weekly podcast featuring calls with individuals in the creative industry. On this podcast, you'll hear first-hand insight into the resourcefulness and ingenuity that's been born out of the COVID-19 crisis. I'm Josh Hamilton from GC Podcast Studio, and let's meet this week's creative. Marissa Bowden is the co-founder of The Village Markets, which is a fortnightly boutique market that's held at Burley Heads on the Gold Coast and Stones Corner Village in Brisbane. The Village Markets has obviously had to be closed for the time being, but Marissa, along with her longtime friend and fellow TVM co-founder, Sarah Scholler, have kept the markets going in a different way. Let's give Marissa a call and find out more. Hey, Marissa, how's it going? Um, I'm good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just had my first day homeschooling the girls, so uh, it was interesting. They're pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. How old are your kids? Um, they are six and eight, so grade one and grade three. Ah, uh, okay. Two girls, right? Yeah, two girls. Yeah, two very different girls. So that I guess that's the tricky part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that's just normal way eh, with like the kids. Like how we got two boys. Yeah, six and four, and they're both so different. Yeah, just, yeah. It's crazy. And the oldest is usually a little bit more um, not sensible, but a little bit more. You know, like Stevie loves to learn, and she. Oh, loves- yeah doing the right thing and she'll just be quite independent with her learning and um yeah <laughs> and Peppa's more of a free spirit she's like <laughs> yeah. creative just wants to play all the time not yeah, that interested right. in sitting at a desk so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it. it's got it's hard I I feel bad um because Cara my wife is at home today and I've been in the office all day the studio so yep. I probably will have to take some turns at it but yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit scared. I think we're all just doing our best, really, aren't we? Just trying to make <laughs> yeah. it work for however long it will be. Yeah. So working at night, I think, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask how's the working from home going. Well. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's two of us. So, and Sarah's got three kids who are all quite small. So, um, I think she's just been working at night at the moment and my husband's at work full time. He's really busy actually, which we're lucky. Um, so yeah, so I've just been home. It's been a month now because we had the two weeks holiday and then the two weeks before that the girls were home with me. Yeah, that's right. And I'm just working. I guess the beauty of having your own business is the flexibility, isn't it? Yeah. Sort yeah, of work exactly. around it and make it work. So um, pretty lucky that way. Yeah, it is pretty lucky. Probably people that are listening don't really necessarily know what you guys do. Do you want to give us your elevator pitch? So I started, along with Sarah, my business partner, we started the Village Markets. Um, It's actually 12 years ago this year. Our backgrounds were marketing, so we both met at work, working in the marketing team of like a large finance company. That was GFC. We both lost our jobs. And we were both just chatting about the fact that the Gold Coast, I mean, 12 years ago, the Gold Coast didn't really have much going on in terms of culture and events and um, 
I guess we had travelled a little bit and I just was really into other markets. Um, I'd been to London and been to like the Portobello Road markets and Sydney to Bondi and just noticed that there were these awesome places you could go and find really interesting fashion and vintage by, you know, local people doing really cool things and we just didn't have anything like that on the Gold Coast and we just really also, because we're both have grown up here, we're quite passionate about where we lived and how great it was, I guess, both being from the southern end, we felt that everybody just associated the Gold Coast with surface paradise and high-rise buildings and meter maids and we just knew it was (laughs) so much more than that and just through Mm. living here we'd met so many amazing creative people and we just noticed that, you know, most people would finish school and then move to Sydney or Melbourne or London because there wasn't really much opportunity here for creative people. And so we started talking about how we needed a market and um, an event to enjoy on a weekend here. And um, we just thought rather than whinging about it, why don't we just start something and see what happens. Do it, yeah. So, yeah, we just started the market. We basically went to council and told them what we wanted to do and they just said, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine go for it and then just looked at locations. Was it always at the school? Yeah, so we just started basically with our first market was nine creative stalls and we just stood there with clipboards for the morning just asking people if they wanted to join our mailing list and we used MySpace to try and find people that were making their own things on the coast. MySpace. Yeah, it was MySpace back then. I know. From the past. (laughs) And then of course just because of our experience in marketing and events and communications and it sort of Mm. just grew from there and we both worked full time for probably the next two or three years and just did um, the markets on the side, like just as a side hustle. And then after a while, we realised that we could make it work as a full-time business for us both. So, Do you remember when that was? What year? Well, it was just before I had Stevie, actually, so probably 2010. Oh, yeah. So I was working for the AFL at the time. The Suns, right? Yeah. So well, I actually worked for GC17, which was the bid team team onto the coast. Yeah, so I was employed by the AFL in Melbourne and yep. I worked alongside a guy that they'd sent up from Melbourne to be the bid team. So we had a board of directors and then there was me and um, Scott Munn and then from there once we got the licence I worked for the Suns for the first year or two I think and then it was quite a demanding job so it was just getting a bit much doing that and the business mm. and then also yep. just wanted to have a baby so yep. I just decided to leave and yeah we've just been doing it since then and it's just continued to grow so now we're twice a month at Burley Heads and we're about a year and a half ago we launched an event in Brisbane so we do that once per quarter. Yeah that's right what's that location? It's in Stones Corner. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so they sort of approached us and um, said they were trying to revive the area and would we be interested in doing a market there. So we thought, why not? It's been going really well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it was until everything hit the fan. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We had to cancel our March event and a bunch of other events on the coast. So basically the events, emerging fashion designers, vintage curators, we've got artists, other designers, got street food and live music and we also do like a pre-loved rack sale as well at our events so yeah yeah that's basically what we do and now we're just working on a whole bunch of digital um, opportunities for all of the small businesses that usually rely on us the insta market right that you've been doing yes when you closed you decided you had to shut everything down obviously you had to yeah 
how long was it before you came up with the idea? Yeah, I think it was pretty much a week from when we were told we weren't going to be able to have our next market to when yeah. we decided to come. I think it was, yeah, I think it was a week or two. So how did you come up with the idea? You know, we're quite passionate about what we do and just the people that we've been working with all the years and we just felt responsible. Like we, mm. I mean, obviously not responsible for what yeah, was happening, yeah. but we just wanted to make sure that we could still provide something for well, you guys are kind of like the mother hens in a way of all these people's businesses. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, we just thought, okay, what can we do um, relatively quickly? And I think because we've been able to build up our um, following for quite a number of years, we've got quite a great online reach for a market event. Mm. So it's more than just a market. We're yeah. more of like a community, I would say, for creative entrepreneurs. And so mm. we just decided, why don't we give the brands an opportunity to showcase online? But we didn't want to be a shop where we would then be having to, you know, send everything out ourselves. So we just thought if we just provide a platform and then people can shop directly by swiping up and shopping through the people's online stores, I guess it's a bit more like ad advertising yeah. than a shop as such. So they were using our space to advertise their brand. Yeah, it's really cool. Just looking at it before and I was going, wow, there's so many. Yeah, so the first one, we had 70 to 80 businesses jump on board. Yeah, cool. Which was great. And we just had another one on the weekend, which I think now people tend to be shopping a little bit more than the first. So the first one was really well received. And then I think people are in a bit more of a, they're feeling a little bit more settled and maybe starting to shop a little bit more now. So the one we just had on the weekend, we've had such great feedback from the brands, which is really nice. Yeah. Some good news at the moment is always nice. <laughs> I guess so many people have got their start through the village markets, haven't they? Like, just all these brands from the Gold Coast that have, well, probably Borrow and heaps of places that have had their start through you guys. Yeah, we, we do get a fair few from Byron, actually. I think because we do have that online reach too, we have had quite a few brands over the years driving up from, you know, Sydney. We've had people from Adelaide and oh, wow. even had someone fly over from WA once to do a market. Yeah, right. I think sometimes people just incorporate a bit of a weekend away with having a stall as well to try our platform, which is really cool. It just shows us that there's a lot of opportunity as well online. So it's been a bit of a positive thing out of all of this. Yeah. Has it been profitable doing the Insta market as opposed to the actual uh, bricks? What are you? It's not bricks and water. It's more like tents and sandbags. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has. I mean, obviously, like, you know, in December and November, we have really huge market events and, um, you know, they're always great for us. And then this time of year is always slightly quieter anyway um but this is good I mean there's no like it's just the two of us working away from our home offices um so there's not yeah. a lot of risk in it I guess it's just hoping that the brands get what they need out of oh, it yeah. and um so yeah it's been great I mean obviously we've definitely taken a hit not being able to run our market events at the moment but yeah mm. I guess you know there is a lot of support and both of us have partners who are still working so I guess we're lucky in that way that it's not too yeah. stressful for us right now and we're still being able yeah. to keep our business I guess having that presence really is the focus at the moment just making sure that we're still here and we're still connecting yeah. with the brands and our community and yeah I guess you've kind of just gone into hibernation a little bit yeah and it's funny because we actually just started we've never done any like business mentoring or 
we haven't spent a lot of time working on the business over the years because we've just been getting things done and, you know, with kids mm. and um, both of us being quite busy with all of the event side of things. You know, I'm, I'm sure you find the same thing. Sometimes it's you don't really get the time to sit and work on the business. So yeah. we just signed up for a business mentoring course um, a couple of months ago oh, cool. and was super pumped to start, you know, taking things to the next level with the business and then this happened. So it's almost like sometimes, you know, like it's nice to have a little bit of extra time to do some things that we probably haven't had time to do in the past and now we've sort of got that time to sit and look at what we actually want to be doing and why we're doing certain things and looking at growing and, yeah, Mm. where we're going next. Yeah, it's funny uh, everyone that I've done this with so far, this podcast has has kind of felt the same. Mm. I think they sort of just sit and reflect and go, hmm, I've got to do something. So I might as well work on the business. And Yeah. And you don't realise how, I mean, you know life's busy, but like we're all just busy all the time, aren't we? And then you just sort of stop a bit and you're like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of nice in a way because you can kind of reassess what you're doing. And so there are some positives in this madness. Mm. Yeah. How about you guys? How are you going? Oh, we've been we've been not bad. I mean, I started a podcast, so it hasn't been that good. But <laughs> I've been <laughs> kind of just like, what can I do? Hmm, I have all these good microphones. Maybe do this and um, see how it goes. Yeah. It's just a bit of fun and talking to pe- people that are going through all the same sort of things. And um, now we've got we've we've had a had a massive hit, but we've got enough editing, and we do like the motion graphics and things like that anyway. So yeah, sweet. Yeah, so it's not bad. Yeah. But I wanted to ask before we move on the Insta market. So how do I get on there? Like, what, what's the process if anyone's thinking about it? Well, we noticed when we first launched the first Insta market, we had brands from other countries and other states contacting us, asking us how they could be a part of it, which was quite cool. So we just opened it up and said, look, mm. we're, we've still got the same because I guess our point of difference from other markets is that we've always been quite curated. So we've always made sure that we've kept to our guidelines as to what we want the market to be and that it's a boutique yeah. market and we've got quite strict kind of guidelines when we're accepting mm. applications because we don't want it yeah. to be an arts and crafts market. We're not a farmer's market. So um, it's just keeping that yeah. sort of high quality, I guess. Yeah. Basically, the process is the same. You just go onto our website and then just apply and then you can select. You can probably hear my dog. Sorry. That's okay. She's a Frenchie, but she's got small dog syndrome. <laughs> I love French field dogs. <laughs> oh, she's awesome, but she doesn't like my neighbours. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they just apply on our website and yeah. then they can select whether they normally they'd select if they want to attend. Burley or Brisbane, and now they can obviously select Instagram market. And then once they're approved, they'll be able to book in and away they go. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. And so what about the musicians? Like you have, a, you always have musicians there. Have you yeah. thought of anything for that? No, hopefully I'm not putting on this spot. But <laughs> Yeah, we've been in touch with them and just asked them how we can support them in any way. Yeah. And we've just tried to include a few clips of Musos playing live at our markets in the Instagram market as well. Oh, that's cool. Just to kind of make it feel like you're actually at the markets. Yeah, just wanting to support them because I know that musicians have taken a massive hit at the moment, of course. Mm. Like, oh, huge yeah there's there's no gigs obviously or anything so yeah it's it's really hard and yeah we're sort of happy to work with them you know 
ways that we can support them further. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we've had some great musos play at the markets. We had um, Ziggy Alberts play before he took off. So he was busking in Byron and I got in touch with him and he came and played a few times at the markets before he got big. And then, yeah, Tones and I came to our 10th birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's amazing, isn't she? So Yeah, I've seen so many good musicians there. It's so cool. I can't wait till it starts up again. Yeah, me too. I miss it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's, it's just nice to have something to do on a Sunday and it's obviously yeah. free and it's super family friendly. And and there's good food. Yep, definitely good food too. How do you get all the content? Do people just do up the artwork or have you guys got a graphic designer or anything like that? So Sarah does that actually. She's super handy. She's Yeah, so she's kind of got those skills. So all of our design is done by Sarah's in-house. Oh, nice. Yeah, so when we started the business, we kind of just split everything down the middle and we just know what each other are good at and we just make sure that we stick to that. So Sarah's always done yeah, all of our posters and banners and basically when they apply, they then fill out a form and attach images that they'd like to use with whatever link they would like the image to go to and oh, says cool. puts those nice looking tiles together for all of the posts. So she yeah, pretty busy the f- next few days before the, the market goes up. <laughs> yeah, true. So once everything is back to normal, hopefully not too distant future, what sort of things do you think you'll keep around? Are you going to keep this Insta market going or anything else that you're going to keep going? Yeah. We're happy with it at the moment. I mean, obviously when we started, it was just for, uh, you know, like something to do for now. Uh, but, you know, if the if it continues to be really popular and people are still really wanting to be a part of it, it might be something we continue mm. even when the market come back on. Yeah, cool. Um, and we've got some other digital opportunities and things coming up as well that we are excited about. And we were actually planning, we were just about to launch a series of not networking events, but a series of events. We've done similar in the past where we'll have like a panel of speakers and um, it would be a ticketed event of an evening during the week once per month. Oh, yeah. Just for, you know, four months. So hopefully once things settle down, we'll still be able to do that because we had some really amazing speakers lined up to come. So will you guys be part of that speaking you, you, or you be more of a host for this? Yeah, we well, the ones we've done before, we haven't actually done the interviewing. We've had other people to do it, but we thought this time we might have yeah. to crack ourselves. As sort of scary as it is, I think it would be, it would make sense for us to be there doing it. Definitely. And so personally, I won't keep you too much longer. I know you Kids probably need you to buy now. <laughs> I actually just put Netflix on so that they didn't come oh, up and inter- yeah. interrupt me for some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, once everything's sort of back to normal, what's your? What are you looking forward to? Oh, traveling. Do you know we had a really big trip, like a dream holiday plan. We were going to go to Europe actually in May. It's not something we usually do at all. But yeah, so randomly last year we were going to go to Sri Lanka and then they had the bombing um, happen just before we were going to So we decided to cancel because we just didn't feel comfortable going. And then I just sort of said to my husband, why don't we just keep saving and do something like really big? Like why don't we go to Europe next year? And randomly he agreed with me and so yeah, we were meant to be going in May and now we can't go there either. <laughs> so oh, I have man. a feeling we're meant to maybe just travel in Australia for a while and we were meant to go to Italy of all places so that won't be happening for 
for a while. Oh, yeah. It's crazy over there. Eh? Yeah. We love camping. So, I mean, and we've got just a full drive. So we're, we went to Morton Island last year. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that we really love. So we're probably just, yeah, I'm really looking forward to just camping and doing a bit more of that local travel, I guess, when we can. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I think the economy is going to need a boost. So everyone should plan oh, to. Especially after the fires too. Yeah. What about just on a final advice, Inspo, have you got any words of wisdom from your years of experience for anyone out there that might be doing it tough that needs a little pick-me-up? Oh, gosh. I don't even know what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to make it all work really at the moment just with family and the business and myself, I guess, too, you know, just keeping kind of positive and knowing it's okay if I'm not feeling so positive some days. So, yeah, I think just kind of rolling with it and being kind to yourself at the end of the day and doing your best, really. So might sound a bit lame, but that's that's kind of what I'm rolling with at the moment. No, that's all you can do. It's kind of just... Trying to stay healthy, I guess. To yeah, that's exactly right. Just look after yourself and each other. Like I think there's some mixed things going on. There's people saying you should be using this time to be super creative and like grow your business and stuff, and then there's other people saying, but <laughs> like not feeling it. So I think that's okay as well, you know. Oh, it's both fine. Yeah. Well, that was a good chat. <laughs> Thank you for thinking of me, and it was good to have a chat. Definitely stoked to have you talk and. Hopefully people will enjoy their chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Marissa, thanks, thanks again. Gosh, bye. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. That was a really fun chat and I hope you all enjoyed what Marissa had to say. It was great to speak with her and I can't wait for the markets to be opened again so that I can get back down there with my family on a Sunday. But until then, make sure you keep an eye out for the next Insta Markets on their Instagram page, which is at the Village Markets. So that's it for this week's episode of Call a Creative. Please share the podcast around with any of your creative friends and colleagues and family. And if you know anyone that you think would be a great guest to have on the show from within the creative industry, you can send me an email, info at gcpodcaststudio.com.au. Thanks very much for listening, guys, and catch you soon.